Welcome to Movie Countdown. Well, I gotta be like, we're all gonna be talking like this. Because for some reason I have an ox in this movie. We'll get to that. Love it. Love it. Oh, so why am I talking like Seagal? Because this is a Seagal movie. Or so I thought. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. It's called Gut Shot Straight. Uh, 20, 2014. That's a nice poker term. Uh, I think it's our buddy Sparky's favorite hand to bet on. Aside from a yeah. runner, runner flush. Yeah. Uh, but this was in 2014. So this was a year after the blasphemy of Blast Vegas. <laughs> but we did have a couple things happen in 2014. Awesome. Did they so, rebuild? Oh yeah, the, the terrible <laughs> sandstorm. <laughs> or sandstorm, man. Uh, that carry-on thing closed. The, the Greek island turned okay. into. Yeah, yeah, that didn't last. Wow. Uh, the Quamrel opens nice. at the side of Bill's gambling hall, which we talked about last one closing. Um, Not fan. Cromwell, I like a lot. I've mm. actually done really well at Cromwell. I've once quite a few, several yellow chips, which are the thousand-dollar chips. My very favorite spot to play is at is Ultimate Hold'em there, and it's the uh, the first seat. So if you look at the table, the seat all the way to the right. That seat I win at all time. For some reason, I've sat at other seats on that table, I do not win, but I always see that seat hidden. That's hidden, awesome. So, I I've won in bubble craps there. So bubble craps. Oh, there you go. Twenty five, thirty bucks. Trouble craps. Win win. <laughs> um, SLS opens, which okay. uh, which was the Sahara. Never seen it. Yeah, I've heard well, of it, but I never went in there. SLS stands for stupid looking statue. Nice. Because there's a stupid looking statue. I don't know what the heck the statue was right up front. And so that's what we called SLS. Nice. Um, LVH becomes Westgate. So Westgate, uh, if you do know the reward program, is sponsored wow. by, yep, it's sponsored by Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> wow. Welcome to Westgate. You just want a jackpot. Wow. Don't mess with their security either. <laughs> wow, one of their security yeah. guys. <laughs> their Y Rewards program. And then the last thing is the quad is renamed the link. So it really only lasted, what, uh, a year as the quad? Maybe okay. two? When did that happen? Uh, we talked about it changing to the, from the, to, uh, the quad. Uh, 2012 was the quad, and 2014 changed it to the link. So Okay. That's where we're at. Awesome. Thank you for the update. Um, normally, here's where we do an ad. And uh, after Circus Circus got like a boom after our last recording. And <laughs> like people are knocking on our door, but I had to say no to this one. Um, I have to tell my all-time favorite Vegas story. Okay. This is uh, this happened in 2007. Now, a little background. So I was not involved. No, you weren't involved in this one. Uh, I, it has almost nothing to do with Las Vegas. Okay, oh. that's, that's that's why. Uh, I, I lived live my whole life near Chicago, Illinois. Um, but for one year, I moved to Arizona, 2007. And uh, my friend had won a had won a seat into the World Series of Poker. Is it Lewis? Yes, Lewis. So. Three of my friends... How did he win? I could get some. I don't think it was that yeah, great. Yeah, he's but. not that great. Uh, I mean, if he listens... He lives in Las Vegas now. So if he listens, I don't care. He's, he's not that great. He actually was pretty decent, but then he became way too impatient. But at any rate, so um, he did great in the World Series of Poker, though. Uh, my friend Blaze... Well, how long him, did he last? And day three. Oh. Yeah. And uh, my brother, Chris, flew out to Arizona... 
you know, they hung out with, with my kids and I for a day. And then we left and I drove them to Las Vegas. Okay. Then on the day I had to leave because my ex was, had to work that morning. So I had to get back to watch the kids. We waited way too long to leave. We stayed way too late because every time everyone was like, all right, all right, just give me a minute. And then the next guy would want to stay for a little bit. So we're there way too long. You just kept so, extending nights? No, just... not not nights, but like hours. Oh. You know, we we're like, I think we initially wanted to leave by 10 o'clock. I don't think we walked out of there to like one in the morning, <laughs> two in the morning. But at any rate, um, n- n- none of us had any idea how to get back from Vegas to Arizona at this time. So our friend Jason. What? You just drive south. Yeah. Well, our <laughs> friend Jason, who lives up here, was like giddy about this. Because he loved, or no, actually, he lived in Arizona at the time, too. So he's map questing, basically, for us. And my friend Blaze is on the phone with him, getting the info and relaying it to me. Well, he completely turns us the wrong way. (laughs) We end up going to California. We don't realize it until... (laughs) Yes. I saw the casinos. I was like, oh, my God, we're back in Vegas. Fucking crim. (laughs) (laughs) And then we, we see the sign, welcome to California. I'm like, oh, shit. So now we turn around. Well, let me tell you, when you you hear like this is just you're driving through the desert, there is nothing else. It is straight desert. There's a lot of holes in the desert. A lot of problems are buried in those holes. (laughs) And when you get to 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, there are no open gas stations. So we're driving. We made it. This time we had to go literally right. I don't know if we went over or right around the Hoover Dam. Um, but I remember seeing it and the gas tank was buried on E and we had no idea when we were going to hit a gas station. Damn. Buried? Yeah. (laughs) And probably about 10, 12 minutes past the dam, we ran out of gas. Oh no. Oh yeah. So it was terrible. So uh, we had all these crazy plans. We pushed the car. And then we pushed it down the hill, and my brother was in the car driving, and it was just him going. We were way back there. <laughs> there was a like, tiger in the back? No, no. And we had all these dumb plans, and none of them worked. Finally, a truck is coming. We see the lights. Super excited. We flag him down. He stops. Okay? We're thinking we're going to get in the car with this guy. We'll go get some gas. We'll come back. All right? The guy steps out of his car. He's like, you guys need help? We're like, yeah. He looked crazy absolutely crazy he's like all right jump in he opens his door all right and on the door there or on the seat there's two things there's a bible and then right on top of that is a like eight by ten that you would like hang in a frame with the frame of like it looked like him at his high school prom <laughs> and the guy was probably like 30 years old and we were in our mid-20s at this time or early 20s for my brother and mike uh, and you know i'm like oh shit no and uh we it, it, oh, how it happened is my brother and lewis both jump back in my car They're like all right we'll be here when you guys get back like instantly so we're laughing and blaze is like shit all right he jumps in the back of the truck so now i gotta sit up front with this guy the whole time and he's <laughs> saying the craziest shit to us the biggest line was you know what i'm most afraid of that was how we started the sentence, just out of nowhere. We're just all looking for it. Blaze is like kicking me in the leg because it's so funny and he's trying to get me to lose it and crack up. And then he whispers to me, he goes, we're going to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy goes, the guy goes, you know what I'm most afraid of? Magic. 
And then he <laughs> proceeds to tell us the story about he went to a magic show as a kid and he's so afraid of it. It was terrible. So we get the gas though. And at this gas station, there's like lizards in the gas station. There's like bugs that have been putting honey and like, what? what is that? Like, it I sounds like the gas station from my Hills of Eyes. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> so it was terrible. But we get the gas. We're heading back. Um, and this time, he's talking to Blaze because I got in the back this time. <laughs> so, and he goes, you know who you remind me of? He goes, huh? He goes, my gym teacher. He was my favorite teacher. And Blaze, <laughs> this time like a 22-year-old kid. He's like, what? He's like, <laughs> he's like, Oh, damn. <laughs> he said that exactly. So we get back, and finally my brother comes out. Lewis refuses to come out. Um, and in my brother and him are starting to change, the, or, or trying to put the gas into the car. And he goes, just randomly out of nowhere, do you think OJ did it? This is 2007. OJ was 1994. This was 13 years after OJ Simpson. He's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> so after some really awkwardness, he finally he gets in his car, okay? We wait. They're like, do not move. Let this guy go first. He knows where we live, you know, because we, we told him right away. We're like, oh, yeah, we're from, uh, it was Queens Creek, Arizona. Like, he's going to follow us home. I'm like, he's not going to follow us home. That's hours away. So we go to the gas station. Okay, he finally left before us. We go to the gas station and parked all the way in the corner with lights off is the dude. He's in his oh, truck God. in the gas station. So my friend Lewis runs, locks himself into the bathroom. He's like, he's going to wear my head as a hat. <laughs> Steve Buscemi style. Anyway, it was crazy. They were convinced he was following us all the way back to Arizona. I never heard from the guy again. The Jeepers Creepers? Is he amazing Jeepers Creepers guy? Yes, <laughs> yes. But that is my most crazy Las Vegas story, which has nothing to do really with Las Vegas. <laughs> that is pretty crazy. Holy yeah. crap. So let's get back to this movie if you forgot with my ridiculous story. This is Gut Shot Straight. Gut Shot Straight. Um, this is your movie. You, I know this is your guy, uh, Steven Seagal. So you Steven were really Seagal. excited about yes. it. I had not seen it. So I'm like, oh, might as well buy this for my Steven Seagal collection and watch it. Yes. And, it, you know, he's in like the second scene of the movie. So you're like, oh, all right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you see him maybe three scenes total. Yeah, I think you see him more in Executive Decision, where he dies. <laughs> I think so. Well, supposedly dies. There's a whole <laughs> alternate ending that I'll talk about another time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's in that movie. You see him more in that movie than you do in this movie. Okay. And you actually see him fight in that movie. Do you want me to tell you why? Why is that? Okay, I'm going to tell you why. All right, so... I go on and I love looking at the facts of the movies and stuff like trivia page and IMDb or Google. And it will tell you all these fun, cool facts about the movies. This one had two. Usually they have like 30. This one had two. And the first oh, one... Before you go into that, I, um, the bad guy in this is Stephen Lang. Yes. And so uh, him and he... I wanted him... I was like, oh, right. Because they fought each other in Fire Down Below. So right. I was hoping I'm like, oh, man, we're going to see another Fire Down Below fight. Nope. nope. They never see each other. <laughs> never see each other. Okay, and I'm going to tell you the reason why now. Okay. Steven Seagal, and this is verbatim, word for word, what it says. Okay. Steven Seagal was not originally in this movie. They made the entire movie without Steven Seagal. Oh. Okay? They put him in later. All right? Now, <laughs> Polly Trunks, the character Seagal plays, was just 
mentioned, but you never saw him in the original version of the, of the I movie. I guess you could kind of get away with that, okay. Yeah, but Steven Seagal and director of this movie, Justin Steele, did a shitload of peyote, or peyote, peyote. What the hell is that? Um, it's, it's like, um, you know, it's, it's some sort of tobacco. I think it makes oh, you okay. uh, hallucinate. It's like an Indian type oh, thing. Okay. So they do a shitload of peyote one night, and Stephen wakes up the next morning in the persona of Polly Trunks. <laughs> so <laughs> he just is Polly Trunks, according to him. So he goes to his psychiatrist, and he instructs him the only way to get Polly Trunks out was to act him in the movie. <laughs> so he, in Justin Steele talk, they add him into the movie. They bring, you know, the guy who plays Jack in. They bring back... Um, Who's the guy from Gone in 60 Seconds? Uh, Vinny. Oh, Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones. Yeah, yeah, they bring him back in. And th those are really the only actors that he comes in contact with. Uh, and he shoot all his scenes in one day. <laughs> After the day, Stephen comes to, has no memory of Polly Trunks at all, what? or knows who he is, and has no memory of shooting the movie. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? This is literally you can go on IMDb and see it right there. It's God. so funny. Well, this well, that's nuts because uh, well, this movie wasn't in the. I have a Steve Seagal book. It talks about all his movies, and this this book was finished before this movie came out. So I guess it's um, there's a the end of the book. There's like eras, and the end of the book was the Chief Seagal era. So I guess this is the not so Chief Seagal era, uh, because that movie wasn't in there. Because I was looking, yeah. for, I was looking, at, oh, this, this this book was finished before this movie came out. So yeah. usually that has like crazy facts, but like, right. that's insane that he doesn't even remember about yes. this movie. But I will say he actually was pretty decent in it in his parts. He was pretty good. His yeah. hair looked like Play-Doh. It's something. always like that. Yeah, but he was pretty good in the movie. I will, I will say. Yeah, he has like his normal, you know. There's like okay, there's a Steve Seagal like uh, evolution of his voice, right? You know, in, in the in his golden era, it's kind of, it's a little raspy and everything, but then it turns it to starts to turn into more like uh, I guess gangster type of talk and yeah. hood I guess type of talk. Well, he kind of was slangs. a gangster in this movie, and so well, not like that, but like because he, he was always because he was doing movies with mm -hmm. like. Uh, Ja, ja Rule and DMX. I remember talking, him in Glitter Man even. Glitter Man, yeah, with Ken Iron Ravens. Right. So he's like, yeah, dog. He's talking <laughs> like that and stuff. But um, he does two accents throughout his whole career so far I've seen. One was uh, in um, uh, Alfred Justice. He does a Brooklyn accent, okay. which he does okay, which is pretty good. And this mm -hmm. is when he does like a... Uh, a Godfather type access, yes, you know, which actually was not bad. It wasn't terrible. It's was not bad. I've no. seen worse. So. I've seen Nick do much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nick loves to do accents, and they are not good. Uh, so let's get to the beginning of the movie. Uh, we follow a character named Jack. Okay, I'm just gonna put it out right now. I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> I hate this guy. I think this movie would have been two times better with anybody else as the actor. And it's funny, my girlfriend kept telling me. She's like, why is this bothering you so much? But his hair bothered me so much. It was always like popped out in the back. Like for no stupid reason. Then he wore that Rocky Balboa hat on the way he went. And I love when uh, Stephen Lang, or no, Stephen Lang's brother, Ted Levine, who's Candy Cane, uh, tells him to take the stupid fucking hat off. But anyway, Jack walks into a uh, boxing gym and asks to speak to Paulie, who, uh, you know, is Steven Seagal. 
Uh, the goons laugh and tell him that he just signed his own death warrant. Okay? Not a real in-depth scene yet, but we'll come back. All right? Um, he goes to meet Steven Seagal. And uh, Steven Seagal ends up giving him a gun, even though he owes him money. It's kind of vague, and it really you don't really understand why he's giving him the gun. Yeah. And then he says, like, but are we friends? <laughs> and then Jack says, nothing. And then they cut to the opening. Now, this opening... It was like fucking James Bond, right? That's what they were going for here. It was it was a beautifully shot opening with like not a known singer at all, but like the it was weird. I'm like, what is this movie trying to be? Uh, so they had a few Vegas scenes. Um, you know, they had Riviera, which I feel had to be gone by this time, right? Uh, no, not yet. No? We haven't talked oh, about okay. Riviera going okay. going yet. I thought Riviera had to be gone. Uh, but anyway, he goes to a poker game. And he's playing, he's got the, you know, the poker guy is telling him not to play, but then he buys the chips and he goes in and he's playing. The only hand they show him play is against this black woman who he is super douchey to. So I want to put him on our douchebag list. He slow rolls her so bad after drawing to a gut shot straight, hence the name of the movie. All right. And then he, as he's slow rolling her, he decides to tell her this story that he just got out of prison and some black man steals his sandwich. <laughs> and then he's, and he said, is there a problem with that? He's like, no, I just, do you want my chips too? And everybody's <laughs> laughing. And then after, after he takes her money by slow rolling her on this draw, he goes, do you want my sandwich? Like I, it was racist and ridiculous. I'm like, this guy sucks. <laughs> so I really want him on our douchebag list. Yeah, we can put him on so then he meets Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang is at the high rollers table. He keeps staring over at him with like glittery sunglasses. This I is don't, before he lost his eyesight. Yeah, I, I don't understand. He's a dope breather. nice. I don't understand his character at all. I don't get at all what he was going for in this movie. But uh, he's a high roller and he asks Jack if he wants to make some money. Eventually Jack just insults him for some reason and leaves. Again, why? I don't know. So Jack walks into his apartment and is immediately punched by Carl, who's played by Vinnie Jones. Uh, he gives them the money in his pocket and they leave saying that, you know, they're going to come back for the last 10K. He ends up pulling money out of his boot, so he still had money. <laughs> kind of kind of reminded me of Lucky You with that guy trying to yes. scoundre up money. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, and then Jack continues down our douchebag list uh, by the way he... He treats uh, well the, the waitress. He doesn't remember her oh, yeah. name. <laughs> then the his mom's kid. He's just a total tool to her. He doesn't want to talk to or his, his kid's mom. Sorry, yeah. he doesn't want to talk to his own daughter. Uh, it's just really weird. So he ends up going to the Deja Vu strip club um, to meet Duffy, who is Stephen Lang, and uh, talk about making money for no reason. Tia Carrera from Wayne's World pops up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, the man in the back saying, yeah. yeah, she wants him to buy him a drink. Yeah, he orders true. the drink and then gives her the bill. <laughs> and then she calls him an asshole and leaves. Uh, so he's like, I said, get you a drink and I said, buy you one. Yeah. <laughs> no idea why she's in that movie or what they're even doing to Jack's character. Yeah, Is he know. a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Um, well, clearly he's a bad guy, but they're trying to make him the good guy too. But they're going way... Like, I think they're trying to do like... 
when Bruce Willis is like last Boy Scout. You know, he's kind of an asshole, but he's the good guy. But no, this guy, no. Nothing about this guy is good. So they drink until the club closes. There's some really weird stripper scenes. And some, uh, so this this remind me of like, if you were ever in a bar with our friend Sparky, okay? Okay. This is what the scene remind me of because this guy made all these bets. He's like, I bet you can do, can't do this. And Sparky's like, watch me. Like, these are all bets that Sparky would probably know how to do. Like, opening the beer bottle with the money or trying to break the beer bottle with your bare hands and knowing that trick of what's like half oh, yeah. old right, right. and doing yeah. that. It's yeah, like, I know that one too. Yeah, it's like those tricks that Sparky would know right. yes. how to do. Those little like parlor tricks. Yeah, yeah, and, parlor tricks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he makes some money off him that way, but then Duffy tells him he's going to make the real money. He... Go, goes with him back to his house. This is when shit gets really weird. <laughs> so he tells Jack that he'll give him $10,000 to fuck his friend. He doesn't even say his wife, but we know it is eventually. Um, and then he'll give him double, 20 k if he lets him watch. So Jack tries to leave. He gets, not only does he try to leave, but he gets like pissed. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, I don't why understand. are you so angry right now? I mean, you're getting. You owe Steve right. Seagal money. Yes, exactly. So you better pay up. You get ten thousand easy, right? Or even twenty thousand. You're like, okay, exactly. Like, do just do it. Yeah, and stop being a douche. It's like this. Have... It's like that this girl was not good looking. No, no, no. She's... And then she even hits on him. Yeah. And he still doesn't want to do it. But here's where, like, I don't get at all the the plan here. Like, you know, when you read the the description of the movie, it's like, oh, he weeds out the double cross. Well, who's the double cross? Like, <laughs> like, I get it, like, more at the end with that double cross. But right here, how, okay, let me just tell you what happens, and then we'll go over how it gets weird. So, at any rate, uh, Duffy, who's Stephen Lang, pulls out a gun, holds it up to him, you know, and tells me better get back in the water and basically have sex with his wife. So he goes in there, clearly wearing pants. She starts riding him, but then he throws her off her. Again, I don't know what's going through this dude's head. It's not worth ten thousand. Yeah, the... he's gonna die for it yeah. because he's clearly ready to die. He tells him to shoot him. He stands up. He turns around and says, "Shoot me." Um, <laughs> Jack leaves and then uh, or tries to leave and then Duffy throws him into the pool and then he reaches out for him and then punches him in the face. <laughs> so he wakes up in like a stupid looking robe. He meets May. The best part of that was like that. There's a background scene of the strip. That part was cool. You could see like the strip oh, yeah. lights. Yeah, yeah that really was a cool. Part. Yeah, the house they shot in looked pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, so uh, he meets May and she seduces him, and they're about to have sex. It looks like they're they're making out and stuff. But before they can start, Duffy walks up and throws fifty grand down. <laughs> Again, why why is he doing this? Why did like if he wants to watch his wife sleep with another dude, why didn't he just not? Come into the come into the pool area. I'm pretty sure you could have found some college kid, you know, right. on, on, on right. Fremont and paid him a hundred bucks. Right. I don't understand. <laughs> so obviously they want him for a different reason, but like it's so weird and vague. But Jack refuses again. They end up fighting, and then in the stupidest way possible, Duffy gets killed in the fight. <laughs> like he rolls him off him and he hits his head, and he's just dead. And apparently they want us to believe that other people want, knew that was gonna happen. Somehow? I, I have no idea. I thought this whole time we were talking about, you know, a big bet and everything, they'd have like a nice, like a, like a poker game or something would be. Right. I did not think it was going to be, you know, for him, you know, to have relations with his wife. No. I thought it was and, weird. And I, but I think even more than that, there was a bigger plot going on. 
Like, I don't know if he yeah. wanted to die or if his wife wanted him to die right there. But, well, obviously she did. But, like, how could she have known that's how it was going to play out? And why would Stephen Lang even play this part? Like, <laughs> like that dude must be hurting for money because that was weird. In a, in a weird movie, he played the weirdest part. So May, May convinces Jack to help her move the body. She tries to give him the 50 grand, but for some up reason instead of taking the money he hides it in the bathroom <laughs> cabinet the only room that he's really has a chance to put it in so she would find it immediately what the fuck is going on <laughs> then he leaves so now for some reason he decides he's got to go back to get that money right which i wasn't obviously well, going he's going he's going back to get his wallet oh his wallet okay yeah. okay that makes a little more sense and this is where uh ted levine you, you know him as candy cane um <laughs> steps in or also like put the lotion in the basket uh, so yeah he, he's always a bad guy um at first he starts off like maybe he's slow or something you know but then no it turns out he's duffy's brother and uh he brings him in the house and they have like a crazy encounter where it seems like he knows that jack had something to do with it but you know he doesn't let jack on to that um it's really weird and then may shows up at the car you know and they talk real fast and and then she leaves and then she ends up coming to his hotel here's another part of this movie (laughs) that made me want to punch myself in the face they have sex presumably because then you know they're laying there you know in the after sex yeah he's supposed to he's ted levine's trying to pay him to kill her right right oh yes yes thank you yes he he offers her, her money or he doesn't even offer, right? He just says, now you have to kill him. Yeah, right. Or otherwise he doesn't go after his family. Right. His uh, daughter which, and, I guess, his ex-wife or whatever. Yes, right, his daughter, which Jack cares almost nothing about. <laughs> but, because <laughs> he even says at one point, they're like, why don't you just run? And he says, if I could, I would. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I thought what would happen at this part is like, okay. So, I think this might start making sense if, like, okay, all these... This Televine guy's connected. He's going to bring a whole bunch of bad guys. Maybe he's going to go to Seagal. Seagal's going to help him out. And Seagal's going to just Seagal all these bad guys. Right? Uh-huh. Yes? No. <laughs> what happens? What happens? All right. Let's find all right. out. Uh, well, I just got to say this real quick. After they have sex, you know what she says? Oh, my name's May, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we fucking know your name is May. We've known that for 45 minutes <laughs> in this movie. Why are you saying that? Uh-huh. <laughs> At any rate, they buried a body together, but you're telling me he never knew her name? Uh, so Jack goes to visit Polly, who is Seagull, and a repeat of the opening scene. But now there's a lot more detail, yeah. and you kind of see the whole scene. Like, they somehow just showed us, like, clips of it. Um, it, it. I thought the best part was when Jack takes the gun from Seagull, and he's like, I'll put it here, and he's going to put it in the front of his <laughs> pants. And Seagull goes, no, you'll blow your dick off. <laughs> yeah. So, You'll blow your dick off. Yeah. So then he's like, all right, I'll put it back here. Uh, so he goes like, I'm not messing with this guy. Yeah. So he shows up back at... Um, and he, the, well, he, we're just from one thing. He's like... He's like... Um, oh, yeah. Make sure... So make sure Lewis takes his gun. Yeah. Make sure Lewis gets the gun, which is the weirdest fucking thing to say. I, I, and I get why. But yeah. like it was... Like, did Jack know that the gun was going to blow up like no. that? No. No, he didn't know. So what if he just would have shot? <laughs> That's why you he know? told him to make sure Louis yeah. gets the gun. <laughs> yeah. So May ends up double-crossing Jack, right? And and she's going to end up shooting him. 
uh, because they knock out Lewis, right? He's in a fight with Lewis. Yeah. And then he knocks her out. May picks up his gun, um, Jack's gun, and shoots him. But what she doesn't know is the gun is rigged to yeah. blow up. Which I thought that, that part was and, that part was cool. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, and they messed her up pretty pretty good. And so she's dead. But then as he's standing there, I don't doing nothing, like just not even like even thinking about the brother. The brother stands back up, Lewis stands up and is ready to fight him, and they start fighting, and then right before he kills Jack, Polly shoots him. Yeah. Comes around the corner and but shoots yes, him. Yes, the goal's back. Right. So then it kinda looks like, you know, he's on Paul or Jack's team. Yeah. I thought when yeah. he came in, I'm like, all right, he's going to fight Steven, or he's going to fight uh, Ted Levine. Right. Nope. No. Nope. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and then, I wanted to see some risk breaking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, tell me it's not a Steven Seagal movie without telling me it's not, Steve, right. not a Steven Seagal movie. There you movie. go. There you go. You watch a lot of TikTok now. That's two two episodes in a row. I like it. That's TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch TikTok. <laughs> so then uh, Jack, t- or Polly tells Jack if he wants to live, to get the fuck out. <laughs> so that's it. Jack does grab his money, thank God. First time he does anything halfway smart, and leaves. Here we do get a pretty cool Vegas shot. I thought it was pretty cool. And then he drops off money. I don't know if it's all the money or some of the money off at his ex's house. So finally he does right by his daughter. Yeah, and, and some of the scenes in this movie, they're extended like a little way too long. Like, He's trying to start his car. Oh yeah. He's sitting oh, there. He tries starting like eight times, and he lays his head. And he just ends up laying back yeah. in his car. I'm like, why? Why did why? we? And then we had the scene where he goes back in to talk to the poker manager guy. Yeah. Like we saw this guy one time ever. I know him from Melrose Place way back <laughs> in the day. But he goes back in there and he's like choked up. Like he's really gonna miss this guy. He didn't even stop by his daughters and tell him he was leaving. But he had to go tell this poker manager guy that we see one time. Uh, you know, I, there was just so much craziness in this movie. Um, it's your movie, so that mean I get to go first, right? Yeah, you get to go first. Okay, so I gave this movie a jack. I did not like this movie. Um, I, I I actually hated this movie, but. <laughs> But there are plenty of movies that we have watched that have even been worse, <laughs> you know? So it's like, I really don't like it, but at the same time, I can't put it at the bottom. I'm putting it 12 out of 18 movies that we have watched. It cannot be, or it is not worse than 3,000 Miles to Graceland, Haunted Casino, <laughs> Leprechaun 3, Diamonds Are Forever, Blast Bitch. Vegas... Or showgirls. It is not worse than any of those. I was surprised you put it above Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, (laughs) That is weird. But it was just bad all the way through. But it's your movie. I'm going to let you defend it. Uh, The biggest problem I had was if you're looking at a movie and you're like, man, I wish there was more Steam Seagal in it. Were you saying that to yourself? (laughs) <laughs> then there's probably a problem with that movie. Now, obviously, me, I'm a big simple golf fan, so I definitely would say it. But you're probably, I wouldn't, I'm, I would be surprised if you didn't think that throughout the well, movie. Well, I did think that. I honestly. You were kind of like, man, I needed more yeah, Steve Seagal in this sure. movie. So, I need less Jack. Yeah. Like, everyone else was a pretty good actor. Stephen Lang's part sucked, but like, everyone else was okay. Jack sucked. 
I so mean, if Steve, Steven. Steve Seagal was the best actor in that movie. That is 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's rough. Well, I mean, Ted Levine was okay. No, he was Vinnie Jones was himself. Yeah, was anything, he but, was hardly in it, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I gave this a terrible queen. Okay. Maybe a, a, it could be a jack, too. But uh, I put this as 15th. Okay. I put this worse than what you did. Because it made me so mad that... There's barely any Seagal in it, and he didn't fight it or anything. And now it makes sense why, because he wasn't supposed to be in this movie because he had some psychotic breakdown or something yeah. <laughs> uh, that he needed to be in this movie. So Too much peyote. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be in my Seagal. It's in my Seagal collection. It'll be buried, and very doubtful I'll ever pull it out again. Maybe on a. Oh, you bought this movie. Yeah, well, because yeah, I buy I I'm, I'm, everyone. I'm buying every Seagal movie, so yeah, yeah, it's buried next to probably. I'd probably watch Executive Decision before I watch this movie. So And it's sad because it's a Vegas movie. But yeah. but let's give people an upside. You made me watch on a plane a Vegas Seagal movie. I didn't get through the whole movie. I've never still got to see the ending. But the first forty five to an hour was fantastic. Oh, what today, is that? I think it's Today You Die when Today you die. he's uh he's supposed to be a driver. And they're supposed to rob, like, they're robbing the... Yes. The, they're robbing a casino or something, and they bring back it, and there's, like, a big chase scene on the Strip in Fremont or something. Yes. Yeah. So that that's his best Vegas movie, and he has another movie. It's not... I don't think it's Vegas. It's like, he is a gambler, Ooh. and he's, like, a poker player. Okay. And uh, he loses debts or anything, so he, like, owes people money, and he's Seagal's way out of that. But those two movies are a lot better than this one, so... Of all the Seagal movies, this is definitely towards the bottom. It's uh, It's... Not as bad as The Patriot. Yes, he did a movie called The Patriot. But was it's... Mel in there, too? Mel Gibson? <laughs> but it's pretty bad. But yeah, I rank this as number 15. So it's only above Blast Vegas, Showgirls, and 3,000 Miles of Graceland. I've got Haunted Casino just above it because, again, Haunted Casino is only an hour and 10 minutes, and this movie dragged. Where Haunted Casino really didn't no, drag. Did so um, yeah. And just because I was so pissed, that it was barely a cigar movie. And. Gone and there's like no fighting over Seagal, so I was mad. Yeah, give everybody your top five. Oh, top five. I got Ocean's Eleven, Hangover, The Grand, Lucky You, and Vegas Vacation. And I have Hangover, Ocean's Eleven, Lucky You, The Cooler, and Honeymoon in Vegas. So, three of the five. So, yeah, we're doing right. uh, doing all right. good. All right, the next movie Ooh. is Wild Card. Two more to go. Yeah, this was with Jason Statham. Now, I feel this Gutshot Street movie, I thought it was going to be what this wildcard movie is supposed to be. Now, I haven't seen this wildcard movie, but from the premise, it sounds like what it's supposed to be. Like, I really thought, like, Jack would get into trouble with Stephen Lang or whoever. Right. He'd come to Seagal for help, and Seagal's going to help him because he owes him money. Right. And so he wants to protect his investment, and he's right. just a gall bunch of people. And break risks and throw people through windows and all that stuff. But that didn't happen. I was so mad. So, yeah. So we'll see how wildcard is. Okay, and la- I do. I'm sorry. I know we got to go, but I, I really. Wh- how, how did Stephen Lang even know Jack? Like he's like, how did you know my name? He's oh, like, yeah, oh, you're the good about. But like, why did they pick him for this plan? Like, do you have any idea? Like, I don't. I don't get. I this don't know. Movie. I thought in the beginning he was gonna pick it because he's a not a great poker player and he's always on draws, and so I was like, oh, I could win money off him, just make him pay for his, you know, river cards, but. Yeah. That wasn't going to happen. Well, you can also catch this movie on on um, Prime, or you can get it on Plex. So it's in yep. both of those. So, well, there you go. All right, folks. Uh, 
just two more to go. I know the last two were a little rough patch, so hopefully wild card uh, we're bringing it back because I don't think it can get any worse. No. <laughs> no All right, folks, keep it Vegasing.